bringing you his authentic perspectives on important topics. They live in suburbs together. They live in the city together. They hang out together, all in the same family. We're the only idiots that fight because we want our voice to only be on one side. Like, does that even make any sense? And when the side loses, you lose everything. They, on the other hand, have a voice no matter what because somebody that looks like them is always in, in control. Frank, candid, and straight to the point. Well, it's just a skewed uh, system. Of course it is. It's a lot but, of judgment. But, but answer there, my question, though. Should we let people what? go? Should we let people go? Like, let's just forget about bail altogether. And if your neighbor commits but a homicide and kills people up... If you kill people and they next to you and you just let them come back and live right next to you, they can live upstairs from you. Let them come in your house. Frank, candid and straight to the point. This is the best radio show in the state of Wisconsin. Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth and The Truth App. Now, he's the mayor of the city of Milwaukee. He's a young man. Give him a chance. I only complain about things that I care about. What I want you to do is pretend like I'm in St. Louis. And all I'm asking the mayor and the common council president and the common council, show me. Now, live from the American Family Insurance Studio at the Avenue in the heart of downtown Milwaukee, here is Dr. Ken Harris. Dr. Ken Harris is out on assignment. But of course, Bailey Coleman in for him. We've been having this whole conversation about wokeism and woke this and woke that. But before we get back to that, I want to make sure you tune in to the award-winning 101.7 The Truth this Saturday, tomorrow at noon for another episode of Diversity and Excellence, powered by Erie Insurance and hosted by Dr. Ken Harris and Fred Johnson, the vice president and Wisconsin state manager for Erie Insurance. Dr. Ken and Fred will discuss the career growth opportunities offered by starting your career with Erie Insurance. So, again, don't miss diversity and excellence powered by Erie Insurance this Saturday, tomorrow at noon on the new 101.7 The Truth. I also want to make sure that you join us. You you know what? Just start with us at about 8 o'clock, but get in this. Make sure you're here by 10, okay? Because at 10, you can tune in for Men Making Health a Priority, presented by all of us, Milwaukee, at the Center of the Community Engagement and Health Partnerships. Now, Dr. Ken will be joined by Dr. Bashir Easter. Bashir Easter and Dr. Alonzo Walker, where they discuss Dr. Whaler's experience in the All of Us research program and how you can get involved with All of Us at Juneteenth. Yes. So be sure to listen to Men Making Health a Priority at 10 a.m. tomorrow morning, presented by All of Us Milwaukee on the new 101.7 The Truth. Now, we got a lot of text and and, and everything that we need to talk about. And um, one of them is from C-Note. He said Republicans own the majority of media outlets, so they try to redefine and everything. Yeah, they they own a lot of media outlets. I mean, there's Fox News and, you know, what's that new one? It's the new... Uh, there's C-Max and I think yeah. there's one more thing too. Yeah. Newsmax maybe? Newsmax, yeah. I think that's that's the new little one, right? That's the new, new one right there. So yeah, you're right about that. They do own 
um, a lot of of outlets. Um, let's see. My guy Mike said, hey, Will was deep. Fire salute. I know that's right. Will was deep. He had a lot to say, a lot to – we've had some great callers today, right? Lots of information given out. Um, Doc B said the movie was Get Out. That's that's the movie we was trying to think of with the, the sound effect. And it was Childish Gambino, Red Bones, Stay Woke. That's right. Stay Woke. Yes, yes, yes. Kyle, you got Childish Gambino? Uh, yeah, you See, know I do. I you can know, do you're going to have to look up that song right there because that one was real. And Doc, you're right. You had it. Like always, <laughs> my guy Craig said, isn't it crazy that the institutions for advanced learning uh, uh, acad- academics are filled with such stupid people? Yeah, well, you know, yeah, stay woke for those people. Hey, you want to get in and talk to us about your topic, hit us up. Uh, 101.7 The Truth. It's 833-212-1017, our talk and text line. Kyle? Yeah, it's just it's just interesting. We talked about woke, and somebody here on the talk and text line as well uh, also said Rob J. And we were talking about kind of who woke kind of is attached to now. And Rob said, yes, my coworker attaches the word to everything LGBTQIA now when it comes to woke. And wow. so, so just seeing kind of the offspring of what woke was and what woke has now become, it no longer is that third eye. <laughs> it's it, not the it, third eye anymore. It mean, it means it definitely means more than, I guess my question for you, Bailey is just thinking about woke in a sense. And you know, you, you've been on the planet a little bit longer than I have just a tad, not too much, not couple too days. much. Couple yeah, days. Just about a couple of days. And then in, in them couple of days, you experienced a little bit more. And so when we see this transition from what the country was, Let's say when you move to Milwaukee to where now the country is now, do you see this divisiveness just increase overwhelmingly? Was this a surprise or is this something that you kind of saw festering kind of underneath for the last 20 years? I want to say I was of the belief that things were better than you know, like our parents or our parents' parents definitely had experienced. And coming from Seattle, you know, they're way more liberal. They're tree huggers out there, right? Oh, so you're saying you came from a woke place. Real woke. Uh, <laughs> hey, woke, woke out there. I, I I, wouldn't call it woke, but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> woke, woke, yeah, okay, if, they, if you want to say that. But it's way more, it's way more liberal. They're, yeah, tree huggers. And so they want to save the planet. You know, when they come here, like my sister and everybody is like, oh, the plastic, you got to, you know, recycle the plastic and this and that. And there's nothing wrong with that. But it's just like, girl, I ain't going through my garbage. Anyway, (laughs) (laughs) but, you know, um, I thought it was better. But it seems like, you know, after we got President Obama in office and he served eight years. It seemed like after that, there's another part of our country that had an ax to grind or something. And we, I felt like we didn't move forward from there and it was great. I thought it was great, but it seemed like people got a lot meaner after that, a lot more vengeful, you know, and people, you know, and I think with the onslaught of Donald Trump, People became meaner. 
And people started saying things that maybe they used to only say in the back room and I was just not seeing it, you know. And it seemed like people that were cool and okay all of a sudden became lunatics, you know. People that were, you know, it was like they got turned out, you know. For lack of a better term, they got turned out and they became these other people that you're like, okay, like, who are you and what is your issue? Because I ain't never seen you before. We was cool for 20 years or 15 years, five, whatever. Last two years, we've been good. What happened? What happened? You know, it's like people and and it just that, yes, you know, uh, Craig just hit me up. People also became more outspoken on their inner feelings. And that is so true, Craig, because I didn't see it. Right? I thought we were cool. We hang, go out, and then all of a sudden, they like, white is right. I'm like, no, wrong, wrong. You're in a group of black people, wrong. <laughs> I, I think what, what you're basically saying is, is that those who are anti-woke might be too woke themselves and you talked about banning books and different things like that. Are they too woke with the thinking things are negative? And what you brought to my attention when you said the banning of books, it reminded me of a story that happened just last month. I don't know if you remember, but a Florida mom, uh, as the phone rings, a Florida mom <laughs> asked for a book to be banned, as it was Amanda Gorman's book. Right. And come to find out, this lady wanted to ban the book, didn't even read the book, but wanted it banned. And she had links to hate groups like the Proud Boys. And, wow. But they banned the book because this lady spoke out. And so I, I'm with you with this whole we're, we're going down a path, a very dangerous path, if you ask me, for how divisive that this country is. Because we have to understand it's not so much about my generation. It's really about the next generation in the type of political climate and social environment that they grow up in where they think that is normal for people to dislike each other, have a disdain for one another because of the political views, right. not because of your character, not because of the things that you contribute to society, but simply because you think that this person could be better for this country. And that's where I feel like we're going to go down a terrible path where kids think that's normal. And for me, I always had this, this, disdain for certain things and certain views right. but I did not hate people right. and now I find myself getting to a point where I talk about who I would date I wouldn't date a Republican why it's because I feel like the things that the Republican Party may represent when it comes to not caring about black people that much and I'm not saying Democrats do because they, they they play us they, they but, do. I'm, but I'm just saying if you a person who votes Republican I think to myself what is it about the Republican Party that you think is positive for you right and what about what is it that you like when you hear these certain things, how is it that you can just let them slide? You know what right, I'm saying? So right. that so but I'm even finding myself get to that point where I'm determining that who I want to converse with is based off a political view. And I feel I don't feel ashamed, but I feel bad that I, I even have that little bit of feeling in inkling. But I just chalk it up to the environment we live in now, Bailey. Well, you know, I mean, we've all worked around a ton of Republicans. Yeah. But it's when, when you I have Republican friends. <laughs> they cut my grass sometimes. I, I go to get a drink. Yeah. I, uh... But it's like when their uh, political beliefs become personal beliefs, as you said before, and that really starts to, you know, get in there. And you start going, okay, now, you know, don't test my patience. It can't, it can't really be like this. You can't really think, you know. And the, and the thing is, you know, a lot of times you can't even have, you can't have 
you definitely can't have political conversations with them. But meeting them at the coffee pot and saying hi is just fine. <laughs> That's so true. I, I'll, I'll end with I'll end with this last thought because I know we're gonna move on. But yes. I'm just I'm just thinking because I said before that we get caught in the crossfire, the crosshairs of white people arguing about things, right? Right. And so we end up having the negative impact because we've been talking about this for centuries. Well, right. I, I don't know about centuries. Yeah, yeah, centuries. We've been we've we've just been a little bit we had more of a platform going into the forties and fifties and sixties right. and, and so we've been talking about this for a century. We've been talking about this for fifty plus years. We've been having these conversations about how we need to have diversity and inclusion. That we need to have a seat at the table. And so when we were crying and being upset about this they tried to put us down back in the 60s and the 50s, and they did that. It no longer was like that, and they started doing things behind closed doors. But now it kind of reemerged as white people have become, quote-unquote, allies. They have now used that to fight each other, and the only one that's truly going to be impacted by this, when you're banning books on diversity, you're not just impacting white people. You're suppressing our culture. Exactly. Now you're not being able to learn about me. And so we're the ones that actually are suffering from their conflict. And you know what's crazy when we're talking about the book banning? You know, that lady voted to ban that book. But that book was, you know, in a primarily black area. So the black kids can't, the black kids can't read about their own. They can't re- <laughs> That's what gets me all the time because they'll vote to ban something to do something and and they'll come down on it and it's us that they're they're doing that too. It's not even them. You know? What is it what is it coming to, Kyle? I I don't know, but I'm mad the lady didn't read the book, Bailey. She didn't read the book. She didn't even read the book. And on top of that, she supports hate speech. So make that make sense. Okay. Okay. make it make sense Kyle make it make sense I am with you okay so look I want you to be sure to tune into the truth this Saturday and check out the um, at 11 a.m. for another episode of Soft Life Chronicles presented by all of us Milwaukee at the Center for the Community Engagement and Health Partnerships as we celebrate Juneteenth this week, Denise Thomas will be joined by representatives from all of us, Milwaukee, to discuss the correlation between the fight for black liberation and healthcare research in our country. Be sure to listen to the Soft Light Chronicles at 11 a.m. Saturday, presented by all of us, Milwaukee, on the award winning 101.7 The Truth. You are listening to Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. This is Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com.
got you on camera. <laughs> Look, I broke out my air guitar in here. I saw 1017thetruth.com or you go to YouTube and watch baby do his thing. fun like this we're gonna have fun like this this coming monday at juneteenth the 101.7 the truth is excited to be back celebrating the 52nd annual juneteenth celebration in milwaukee i'll be there at two o'clock be there with tori low from two to three so i want to make sure you come out make sure you come out for the whole event though the parade's gonna be amazing everything is make sure you're there this coming monday june 19th as we celebrate live from Juneteenth from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. Stop by our table to play games with True Swag. I'm going to have to give me some of that True Swag while I'm out there. Don't play. <laughs> and say what's up to your favorite Truth teammates. 101.7 The Truth celebrating Juneteenth presented by our founding partners, American Family Insurance, Google Law Offices, Associated Bank, and is sponsored by Educators Credit Union, Tayback Law, and Molson Coors. I'm not playing with you, Kyle. I'm going to be out there having a great time at Juneteenth. Juneteenth? I love Juneteenth. Go out there and kick it with your people. Hey, you know what? That one made me break out my air guitar. Now, for those of you that know me, (laughs) and really know me, it made me break out my air guitar, Kyle. Can you play a real guitar? No. Me neither. I actually I bought a game to try to learn to play. Shout out to my ex girlfriend or ex ex girlfriend. Uh-huh. She bought it for me, you know. And hopefully my real girlfriend now ain't listening. <laughs> <laughs> she bought an air guitar and I, you know, I learned how to play a couple songs on that one. Oh, okay, because you know I I get to go in and I got the air piano too. I'm real good at that too. Okay, you play like Stevie Ray. No, no, I'm like I'm in it. I'm in it. I could do it. I, eyes eyes wide open. I oh, see the keys oh, see, right here say, in front okay. of me. I'm in. You don't play by your fingertips. I'm a hundred percent in. Air guitar, keyboards, all that. I'm like, yeah, and I can dance really good. I can do a really amazing chair dance, uh, the, especially when it spins around like this one. You know, this one spins. You know, I like that. It's not. So, it's not good for people like me to get. <laughs> I, I fidget move too dang much. No, no, I can do a great air dance. Now, if you think that I can, like, really dance, and that's a whole nother situation because that ain't happening. Hey, I don't so, really. I, do, I, I take 50 cents advice and just do the two-step. Okay, okay. Yeah, I can do that. Can you do that new two-step? What's that? Uh, no, the, 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 no, the, the no. Michigan or the one that no, they be doing? No, 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 just side to side. That's it. I ain't mad at you. That's side to side. Hey, that side to side can get creative. Oh, it can. It can get creative. So don't play. Especially I mean, when you got the motion in them hips. Hey, I can't do too much of that, though, because then, see, if you do too much of that, then it'll throw your beat off. See, you, throw you, gotta, the beat. you work. You got to work with the beat, around the beat. You catch you them beats. No, it don't. See, the way my coordination is set up, it don't really work that way, but you know. Well, we're going to find we out on Monday, Bailey, because oh, you know it's music loud and popping down at Juneteenth, so not only uh, would it be our broadcast, there's music down there. We're so. going to be kicking yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to be kicking I ain't been to Juneteenth, and, well, I wasn't there last year. You were there two years ago, though, weren't you? I was. Yeah. I was kicking it hard. Yeah. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. Whew. 
Yes, yes, yes. So look, Kyle, I keep running across these stories that I just like, what? And you know, I know that, and I hate to keep bringing it back to the Republicans, but the reality is their party is so conservative and so are their affiliations. And um, so I ran across this story. Oh, okay. I, I, I ran across this story about the Southern Baptist Church. And how they are expelling kicking women out of the pulpit. You got the audio? All right, let's go with the audio. Everybody needs to hear this. Listen up, y'all. At the Southern Baptist Convention, representatives just voted overwhelmingly to oust churches with female pastors. I want to bring in NBC's Aaron Gilchrist, who is following this story for us. What exactly happened here, Aaron? So a couple of things, Chris. Actually, just as you were reading that intro, I got confirmation that the same organization, the same annual meeting that's been happening in New Orleans, the membership there just voted to essentially ban women from any leadership role in the Southern Baptist Convention, any church that is a part of the Southern Baptist Convention. Uh, this is a, 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 a two-part vote, if you will, that has to happen. The vote today passed an amendment changing the Constitution for this organization. There will have to be a second vote next year at the next annual convention to make it a permanent move for the church. These two churches in particular that uh, were expelled from the Southern Con Baptist Convention earlier today are Fern Creek Baptist Church in Louisville and Saddleback. Church in Southern California. Uh, you may recognize the name Saddleback Church. It is the largest church of the Southern ba Baptist Convention, or one of, uh, founded by Rick Warren, the author of The Purpose Driven Life. You may be familiar with that book. 23,000 members at this church, and because there were women in roles that uh, earned them the title of pastor in some function, the, the Southern Baptist Convention membership uh, 12,000 members at this annual meeting said that that was not something that was uh, in line with scripture and not something that was in line with the faith statement of the Southern Baptist Church. And because uh, those, two, this, those two churches were not in line, they wanted to expel them from the convention as a result of uh, these women being in those leadership roles, holding title, titles that included the word pastor. There were impassioned uh, statements made yesterday before the vote by Rick Warren and by the pastor of Fern Creek Baptist Church trying to maintain their memberships in this organization. But today, uh, the vote that happened, there were 92% of the voters said they did not want Fern Creek Baptist to stay in the SBC. 89% said the same of Saddleback Church. And so at this point now, those two churches have been uh, removed from membership, if you will, from the Southern Baptist Convention. Chris? Wow. So women aren't good enough. Now, first of all, let's be clear. What happened before this, Kyle? What major thing happened to women before this? Um, well, I can you want me to keep it PG? Keep it PG. I keep it PG. Uh, women lost the uh, the right to choose to choose if uh, they would like to keep a pregnancy or or abort a pregnancy, or if they had a health complication to choose whether or not is their life is more important than a baby's life or the fetus's life. But yes, uh, 
yeah, women, I was going to say y'all, uh, <laughs> but, but women have lost the, uh, as I look at Rhea here, right. the, uh, the right to choose. Uh, choose. Yeah. Yeah. So you lose your right to choose. Then if you're a female pastor in the Southern Baptist Church, they have decided that you are no, after you've been in the pulpit 30 years, they just come along and decide you are no longer worthy or good enough to be in the pulpit. You got people, 100,000 people in your church, but you ain't good enough. That's like saying, you know what? I like you, Kyle, but guess what? You can't come here because I don't think black men should be here and your money ain't good enough. I don't care how much money you bring it in. Yeah, I mean, that's the reality for some folks, some places, but yeah, no. It's, <laughs> it, it does not sit right. I, you know, People talk about privilege all the time, right? Right. And I, when people talk about privilege, I I don't sit here and act like I don't lack privilege. And and being a being a male, being a black male, there's a lot that I don't have privilege of in this country. But being a male does kind of keep me from having to deal with some struggles. I still got a lot. Right. But being a male does keep me from this. I do have the right to choose what I want to do. That's very true. I mean, I, I really do. That's very true. But in this particular case, women who are pastors at Southern Baptist. Now, here's the thing. You've been in the pulpit 30 years. They coming at you like this? They got no respect? No love? No nothing? They just go, you got to go. If you're going to be affiliated. So a lot of these churches, what I've heard is that, uh, oh, by the way, the audio is from MSNBC. I'm sorry, everybody. Okay, uh, some of these churches are actually pulling out of their affiliation with the Southern Baptist Church. Now, can you clarify, did they pull out because of the fact that they disagreed with this ruling of women not being able to be part of the pulpit? Or not the pulpit, whatever, pastors? Yeah. Or was Same it they deal. were, they were, they were uh, pulling out because of the fact that some churches were against them making women not part of it? Like, what, what is it, is it they, were they... Are they happy about it, upset about it? Can you clarify? Well, you know, uh, I was watching one on MSNBC, and she said simply that her church was had agreed that they would pull out of their affiliation with the Southern Baptist Church because they want to keep her. Mm-hmm. And they don't agree with what's happening with their vote, you know, at uh, the Southern Baptist Convention, because that's where it all took place at the, at their convention. And, you know, the, and she was saying, you know what? I have thousands of people at my church. So that's a lot of money from different churches that will no longer be funneled, number one, into their organization, because I'm sure, as with many churches, they all, you know, pay so much to be affiliated with the headquarters and all that kind of stuff. So that's a lot of money and a lot of programming that they won't be involved with because of, you know, what's happening here, you know, and what's happening as a, a part of this. Uh, this, I mean, it's just crazy to me that they would ever do something like that. Just pull women pastors out. You're not good enough. You're not. You know, you're not what we need. This has always been, you know, they said it's always been a part of their agreement as the Southern Baptist churches or their organization. However, 
The flip side of that is, you know, but you let women in. And women, from my understanding, have been in the pulpit in the Southern Baptist Church for over 60 years. So what's that? It's always been a part of your agreement, but now all of a sudden it changes? I think because a lot of people and a lot of in this woke time, a lot of people and organizations are becoming or showing their more conservative side. What do you think, Kyle? Yeah, it's interesting because I'm reading more up on this. And um, Pastor Mike Law, he's a proponent of the ban. He says the proposed ruling would provide the Southern Baptist Church with the clarity that they are in desperate need of. It sends a message, you know, uh, the the messengers need to make their voices heard on this amendment. And I'm thankful they have the opportunity this week. Uh, We must believe what the Bible teaches and put those beliefs into practice. I encourage my fellow messengers to adopt this amendment and reaffirm our commitment to God's word. And so, I mean, like I said to y'all, the, we are 100 years past the women's suffrage movement and when women had the right to vote. And, and now we're seeing people being stripped of their freedoms across this country. And it is uh, it's very scary what's happening, uh, Bailey. It, it is because for me, I don't have children, but I have a lot of women that I love in my life. Mm-hmm. And, and to know that we have people who are actively trying to suppress them and make them seem like less than or making them not seem that they're bright enough to make decisions, even though colleges across this country are filled with women. The most educated person is a black woman, by the way. But in general, women are more educated than men. And so why we are allowing somebody not saying men are stupid, but why we are allowing people who are less educated make decisions for a whole group of individuals, a whole female sex is ridiculous to me and it's scary. And well, the the uh, one pastor that I saw on MSNBC, I'm sorry, I can't remember her name, but she was saying that she's more educated than most of the men that they have in the pulpit. Like she has her master's degree. No, 100 percent. I I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> it's, it's, it's led by ignorance and, and stupidity. And that's, yeah. that's, that's what I see at its finest to think that. You know, again, I am not I'm not a Bible thumper. I don't know. You know, I don't read the Bible front and back, anything like that. I, I ain't just never have, seen nothing in there where Jesus said the women can't go in the pulpit. They uh, can't be preachers. They justify racism. Said, so they justify this, too. You know, I mean, it's or slavery. I should say. Yeah. Yeah. And Jim Crow and Jim Crow and Jim Crow. You know what? You. You know, there's no there's no excuse for something like this. We're going to we're going to go to break, but after the break I want you to know we've got your chance to win the 5K giveaway right after the break here on 101.7 The Truth. Get ready, get your fingers together, get ready. More of Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harrison is next on 101.7 The Truth, The Truth app and 1017thetruth.com. This is Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Is this the remix or is this the original, Kyle? Where's Will Smith? OG. Oh, I was going to say, we're Will Smith. What t- when he coming in? 
101.7 The Truth. Bailey Coleman in for Dr. Ken Harris in the American Family Insurance Studio here at 101.7 The Truth. We've been talking about the Southern Baptist Church eliminating women from the pulpit. You can hit us up on the Truth Talk and text line at 833-212-1017 from the Truth Talk and text line. I have uh, always at work says we are not women are not to be pastors and elders in the church according to scripture. First Timothy 2 12 through 13 clearly speaks against female pastors and elders in the Bible. You ever heard that before, Kyle? Uh, Listen, I I haven't been to church in so long. No, I I have not. I ain't ain't no Bible scholar. Me neither. I ain't heard it, nor can I dispute it. (laughs) You ain't heard it, nor could you dispute it. I know that's right. You know what? My thing is with that, though, Kyle. Check this out. Peep this out. They at the Southern Baptist Church by themselves have had women in the pulpit for over 65 years. So now you're just going to go and change it up. These these uh, these folks is being woke now. They're being woke. <laughs> they have awakened to the scripture and decided we no longer, we shall not have as women as pastors of these churches. That's what they, they woke now. That's now what it is. I want to I let you know, too, these aren't black churches. This isn't the Southern Baptist black people. It's not. It's not your people. It's your cousin in there. This is actually the white churches. That's what they're doing. It's not the black people. It's the white people. Now, you know, in in many black churches, that's all that's in there is women. So how would that work for a black church? How would that work? It wouldn't. (laughs) Because a lot of these black churches, that's all they got in there is women. That's all they got is women, women pastors, women everything. So you're just going to shut it out, shut them down, and that's how it's going to be. You want to get in on this? It's a truth talking text line, 833-212-1017. I want to see if the black churches follow suit. Because that would just be catastrophic. There's no, I don't think there's a way that they could do that. Because, again, 90% of the black church is women at this point. It's got to be a good 90%. If it's not, it's close. It's close. You know, and the question is, though, with the church organizations and the affiliations, are they really that important to a church? Is it really that important to say you're a Southern Baptist or you're Church of God in Christ, as we call them back in the day, Kojic? Are you? I mean, is it is it that important to be a, a Methodist? Is the denomination that important? I think it might be about your your relationship with Christ first, but I'm just asking: Is it that important? Because I would do. I would fall in line with the church that was like, you know, well, if we can't have a female pastor, then we out. I don't know how important that is to people. 833-212-1017. Uh, Kyle, do you go to church at all? 
I'm not uh, being judgmental. No, I, just want I, to know. I, I, uh, I do a show on Sundays. I'm gonna make an excuse. Uh, I do a show on Sundays, 94.5 ESPN, Sunday Karma with Craig Karma. You can hear that 10 a.m. to noon. That's during the church time. I, I haven't been to, I haven't been to church for a very long time now. I've been doing that show since 2018, and I, I may have sprinkled a couple times in church what? since 2018. Your mama go to church? My mother does go to church. Will your mama go to church? We uh, we are members of St. Matthew CME Church. All right now. St. Matthew, little orchard, uh, oh, we used to be, I think, of like 9th and, off of and Locust or something like that. Uh-huh. And now we don't move to 76 years, the whole thing. I'm upset. But shout out to Pastor Shaw, Reverend Shaw. Okay, okay, okay. Even though I ain't seen him in a while. You, you ain't. <laughs> I seen like, him virtual, though. I seen him virtual. He said, he I said, got my communion. Kyle, you might want to come on in now. The Lord need to know you up close. Yeah, he'll, 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 he'll try to give you back in. But again, shout out to Pastor Shaw. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Shout out to my pastor, too, Pastor Arrington at um, uh, Embassy Center MKE, formerly Park Lawn Assembly of God, and Bishop Harvey. You know, we rolled through. We were there this past Sunday. And you know what? He has, we have female uh, ministers in our in our church. They may not be the head pastor or anything like that. They're not. But, and I don't, I mean, and there's been plenty of, women guest pastors but i've seen that my whole life even in the ame zion church there were female pastors that's the that's the uh, church that i grew up in african methodist episcopal zion and there were plenty of women in the church and i'm just wondering what's going to happen is everybody going that way we got more coming your way after this. Uh, your chance to win. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> let's do the giveaway now. One call. That's all is right. That's now. all. <laughs> love, David Gruber. I love him. One call. <laughs> that's all. Now's your chance to be entered in to win our one call. That's all 5K giveaway. Okay. You qualify right now. You heard it. $5,000 could be yours. Be calling number 10 right now at 833-212-1017. That's 833-212-1017 to, win, to qualify to win $5,000. Remember, if, uh, if you or a loved one have been injured in an accident, call Gruber Law Offices now. One call, that's all. Be calling number 10 and win the money for the one call, that's all, 5K giveaway. For official contest rules, visit 101.7thetruth.com. Call now, 833-212-1017. You are listening to Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 101.7 The Truth, The Truth app, and 101.7thetruth.com. This is Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Back when I was a child. For life removed all the innocence My father would lift me high And dance with my mother and me And then spin 
you gonna make us cry <laughs> i don't know i love this song you know what i love that song too and happy father's day to all the fathers my dad been gone a long time but you know what i love this song i love luther mm-hmm. and i would give anything to dance with my father again so uh yeah happy father's day to all the fathers and you better go wish your daddy a happy father's day too quit playing okay we did have a winner. We did have a winner for our Gruber Law Office's One Call That's All contest. Tina won. Or she qualified, right? She qualified, yes. Qualified. She, qualified. she ain't win your money. Truth be told, <laughs> on June 30th is when we giving away that money. Oh, so Stay oh, locked in. It might okay. be 29th, whatever that Friday is. All right. All right. So, truth be told, with DT and Tully, they're going to do the big giveaway. 5K. Can I get in on that? Bailey, you are an employee here, so you are my teammate, so you cannot. I'm 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 really just uh, just five K. I mean <laughs> Kyle, what come on, Kyle. You said what now, Bailey? Okay, come on, let me get in. Okay. Oh, you can't you can't get in, but what you can, you can come join us at Juneteenth okay, on Monday. We'll be, I'll be it was Juneteenth so fun having Monday. you here today, Bailey. It was fun being here. Thank you so much, Kyle. And I, I don't know who this handsome man is outside, but I won't go say hi. Oh, anyway. <laughs> Truth Nation, keep it right here.